you're going to need a bigger boat. That was what you were watching last night, wasn't it, Jaws? I watched Jaws. There's a shark in it. I remember not being allowed to watch Jaws because my dad thinks it's the scariest film of all time. It's pretty scary. It's, it's it says something when you shark. get scared of barrels. Put it that way. Barrels are scary. I, I'm not one of those people who admire people who go over waterfalls in barrels. No. They used to send loads of animals in barrels just to see if they lived. What, like they do in they space? They didn't live. They didn't live, yeah. Except the barrels in space are cooler. It's just barrels. <laughs> but in space... It's hard to make a barrel. Uh, yes. In a, in the old coopering way, yes. I think that's Coopers true. And coopers They fall You're apart. You're a looper. I watched Looper. Yeah. It, yes. That's what I did at the weekend. That was... Is it our 300th today? Our 100th, but not 300th. We did 300s of our other podcasts, but not... not... Ah, it's our, it's our 100th today. Yeah, so welcome to Zeti Soppo. This is a podcast where we... It very disappointingly. <laughs> work out the opposite of things that don't have a natural opposite. It, well, it is what it is, isn't it? You know... I've treble-checked Skype, so it's not going to be like Lepiso- episode 99. It's not oh. going to be like that in episode. You never know. It might be. We'll see. Evil. Skype. But Skype seems to be less evil today. Mm. They've done something that's made it less evil. But let's not moan mm. about Skype and who in the what and in the doing and the doing. Let us work out the opposite because he wants to know, Steve, the opposite of Postman Pat. I thought we were going to do a hundred theme things. For I'd, I'd forgotten all about that. <laughs> so I have uh, chosen we, three we things. As we normal. kind of organised it. Yeah. Didn't we? Well, let's pretend no. that Postman Pat is 100 years old. He's not, though. He sort of is. He's done he's a... over 100 episodes. He's one of these weird men with a relationship with a cat. Yeah. But at least his cat's alive, unlike your cat, Simon. Well, that's true, but... That you still bang on about, even though it died, like, decades ago. It died 10 years ago, I think. More yeah. than that. No, it was Way ten more years. than 10 it, years. No, it wasn't. Way more. Like, nah. literally, I met it, like, once, and I've known you for, like, 50 years <laughs> you have not known me for 50 years have done have not so postman pat is a tv series and a film and all sorts of other things i find that style of animation which is sort of like lego man chunky plasticine massive head to the size of the body really round overly nose everybody's white oh it's a lovely village is it trumpton kind of scary right it's like duplo is kind of scary too just with the body shapes they don't seem they're not exactly anthropomorphic, are they? The Duplo sets. They they are a bit plastic. <laughs> they are well, yeah, but they're, they're more like you know. It, it's like the you know the original Hitchhikers, Marvin the Paranoid Android, in that mm. the TV show. It's just ah scary, and then they got it even wronger in the modern film. It's amazing how they get stuff wrong. I've never really thought of Marvin looking anything like other than what he is in the TV series. I always imagined him as a depressed R2-D2. That's how I imagined him. I imagined him... I know it says Android, which suggests he's anthropomorphic. Is that right? Is an Android an anthropomorphic type? I think anthropomorphic means us putting human qualities on non-human things. Okay, yeah, okay. So is it human-shaped? Is that 
what android means? Uh, I'm not t- totally sure what the, the proper Because they definition. use droid in Star Wars, so it suggests android means human-shaped droid. Droids in Star Wars can feel C-3-P-P-O. pain. Well, you need to have it feel pain, otherwise it's going to chip itself against stuff. Yeah, but that means they're slaves as well, who are punished with pain. It's quite weird, the droid situation in Star Wars universe. Well, I, would, I, don't, I wouldn't overly think about it. They're actually, what they actually are is short people in bins. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the terrible thing. I mean, that's far that's worse. That's far worse. S- You're absolutely right, yes. So do you worry about, you see, imagine, right, being an iPhone and just having to sit in somebody's pocket or against their face. Oh, God, that or would in be their horrible. Grub, staring up at them while they shit. Ugh. Yeah, not nice. Yeah, the Siri must be going mad slowly. Well, I think Siri and Alexa are going to have a, a whole little thing together. Oh, I think, I think they that's might have gonna an be Well, I mean, that could be the uh, the singularity, couldn't it? My mum's trying to write a paper on artificial intelligence mm-hmm. and she just doesn't understand. She's just like, oh, we can unplug it. And I'm just like, well, what if it's inside us? Oh, goes, I don't think chips. that will happen. Well, I mean, that's what you do, isn't it? I mean, why pick something up and Google with it when you can just think Google it and get the information ready in your head? That's yeah. the obvious way we should be going. Mm. But you can't convince my mum of this. Would my mum's like, no, have a chip? no, I don't think so. I've taken my watch off. Ooh. That's my next sort of getting healthy and wellness stage i've taken all my health apps out (laughs) for a bit it's weird because i was getting to the point where i was going well i'm on this really lovely walk and i've just got time to go grab a coffee and then do the thing oh i'm on nine thousand five hundred steps oh but the coffee shop's only about 400 steps away i will ruin my life and turn this into a stressful situation just so i can get the number so I, i thought i'm gonna stop all that for a little bit, anyway. I think that's probably sensible. I, I've lived long enough not knowing my step count, and I'm not at all fat. <laughs> <laughs> or in it's not in so much. Way. It's not so much being like worrying about getting fat. It's just I don't know why I'm doing it, and then yeah. when I do it, I'm just you know stressed out, which is very much like being a postman. Ah, so it is the Fitbit, the opposite of Postman Pat. It sort of rhymes no. with Postman Pat in a non-rhymy way. No, it, it it's not even a half rhyme, Simon. No, Fitbit and Pat. I think um I think there's a thing where he goes out. And early in the morning, like I do with my morning walks, but just as day is dawning, it's a good song, that. It's a very good song. What ad did he plug? What was his shit? He, he did an ad, didn't oh, he? Oh, gosh, there's a question. Possibly. I know the guy who we created him also created Rosie and Jim. And that's a pretty good oh, God, tune, too. That's, oh, yeah, but it's... Oh, I hate them. A bloody canal boat. It doesn't go anywhere! Specs. Oh, look, another Wayhouse! You did spec savers, did yeah. you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I hate spec yeah, savers. Yeah, that's I well, that's where I got my specs from. It's where I get my eyes tested. But why do you hate them? I find them evil. Why? Well, because they massively overcharge for things. Well, they don't for eye tests. No or glasses. They forget to charge you for eye tests if you if you kind of play it right. <laughs> oh, but, really? Yeah. I don't think they do overcharge you. I'm trying to think of anything I've overcharged, been overcharged for. My sister got quoted 250 quid for one pair of glasses in there. And yeah. we went online and got a four pairs for £100. So, But you can't try them on, is the whole point. You can. They'll send you a try-on pairs. Yeah, but that takes time and things. Yeah, but the fact it's... is, you go into spec savers, you put them on your face, you get them adjusted to your face. Because let's it. face it, you've got a wonky face, Simon. I have got a wonky like face. So whatever I wear will be wonky. No, because they can adjust it so it fits no, your eyes. My face is too wonky for adjustments. 
well, that's why they got like, you know, those little things that dig in your nose. It'll stop things digging in your nose. I. And it'll keep it on your eyes. I got my first bobble hat yesterday. I haven't had a bobble hat before. I was very pleased with it. You're not in Doctor Who. <laughs> Anyway. anyway, point is, spec savers, you're an idiot if you think that is that that is something you want to get right. Because if you get it wrong and you wear glasses which are slightly disjointed or slightly wrong on you, you're going to give yourself migraines. I've been using my online glasses people for eight years now and they've been fine every time. Except the fact that you get headaches quite a lot and you've Only got... when I go like, too a, long without a new prescription. And also when you like probably have like crushed all the goo in your face because you're not wearing the glasses correctly because they either pinch or they rest incorrectly on your face that they're fine anyway yes opposite of postman pat is is action man Oh, Action Man. Or Fireman Sam? No, Fireman Sam's the same thing, except he wears yellow. That's true. Action Man, did he have his own cartoon? I know G.I. Joe did, but G.I. Joe's not the same as Action Man, so... Um, He-Man had his own cartoon. He did, that is true. And a, and a cat. Ooh, See, he ooh. should be called... Yeah. He had a cat, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I think the opposite is He-Man. So, Steve, the opposite of Postman Pat is He-Man. By the Both power of them have got very girly haircuts. Yeah, well, I don't. I can't remember seeing much of Pokemon Pat's hair. It's like it's like floofy at the side. Yeah. He looks like Tommy Cooper. <laughs> A little bit, maybe. Right. Keith wants to know what is the opposite of television. Um. See, it's not reading a book. It's not radio either. So breaking down it's... television means far. Site. I think it might be the internet mm, because it's in a similar category to television in that it's ruining everybody's attention span, <laughs> but it's taken over television, and so it's it's basically filled its boots with something that's different. Television, I would suggest, is a passive medium, which is why it doesn't really work when you have to go on Twitter and go yeah. live feed and whatever about it. It's passive. You're supposed to sit and just consume it. And so have water cooler moments the next day about it. Yeah, yeah. My mum was watching The Bodyguard. Uh, no, as she in she... Bodyguard. Whatever. And she... <laughs> this is this is the conversation she had. That I saw... Have you been watching The Bodyguard? No. Well, I saw the last half hour of the final episode and I thought it was shit. <laughs> I'm just like, Mum, you realise you've just picked up a book towards the... Or you've gone into a theatre and seen Hamlet and everybody's on stage dead and gone, well, this is boring, to and walked fair, away. To be fair, most people who watched the whole series of Bodyguard thought the last half hour was shit as well. So. Well, then, fair enough. I think I think my mother is excellent at judging. <laughs> She's the best TV reviewer because she doesn't watch any and then the ones she does watch, she watches it out of order, the very last thing, and she doesn't care about anything. That is what all of the Guardian TV reviewers do, I think. Well, she reads the Guardian, so there we ah, go. there you go. And the Financial Times. I read the Financial Times and The Economist. Those are her two favourites, and then she'll read the Guardian. Ah, okay. Because that's the fun one. <laughs> that's the jokey one. So I would suggest that the internet is an extension of the television, but it's more inter. I don't know. It's well, See, I think it's the opposite of the TV, because it's fulfilling the same time thing, but unlike the television, it's active 
And unlike the television, it will kill us all. Mm, maybe. I, I would suggest it needs but to be a specific the scare part oh. of the internet. So, I mean, well, Netflix, the obvious ones are YouTube, YouTube, HBO. Is HBO on the internet? No. Amazon Prime. Amazon. But then, More people watch telly. Amazon Prime. It's all just telly, really. It's just no, it's not. Really. Amazon Prime delivers stuff as well. Well, yeah, okay. But I think, isn't it that there are more Americans on Amazon Prime than are not on Amazon Prime or something ridiculous? I don't know. It's more, I think more people have Amazon Prime than have mobile phones or something. It's ridiculous. Wow. Or no, no, it's cable TV, so more people have Amazon Prime than cable. Okay. Which is quite a lot of people. Yeah, it's more than three. It is more than three. Is going to the park the opposite of television? Possibly. It's not very interesting. No. But no, it's television. Well, it can be very interesting television. Can it? Yeah, Jonathan Meads. It's not terribly, I mean, I watch that on the internet. If TV is sitting in a room watching light. Is it a fireplace? Well, yeah, that's not bad. Because that's it used to be the focal point of the room. Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen goes on about this. But yeah, it should be where the fireplace is. We don't have fireplaces anymore. We have TV stands. And they dance light in the same way. Creating shadows in our mind. And both of them, here's the link, have Gary Oldman in them. (laughs) Therefore, Keith, the opposite of television is the fireplace. Now, Karen wants to know, what is the opposite of motorway services? They've been around before motorways. Well, no. If you listen to the Z-List Dead List, King Ugly of... King Ugly of Ur... um, (laughs) Shugly of Ur. King Shugly of Ur. He um, ran from Nippar to somewhere and back again, which over 200 miles, and that's the thing. But he did it to advertise all of the rest stations on the route. Yeah. This is before there were horses. Yeah. So people were just walking this route, and there were regular stops that you could stop along. This is his way of advertising them. And um, so they've been around for about, what, that's 7,000, 6,000 years? Stops have yeah i mean it's not but nobody calls them rest stops they call them rest rest stops in america laybys laybys yeah but again the kebab van and that way service thing is very specifically a thing on the motorway isn't it do they have them in america what they called in america motels rest no that's just a motel truck stops i don't think they have the same no because the truck stops a layby with a kebab van sure no no a truck stop in america's you often see them in movies don't you where people are on the, on the lamb from the law and they go in to get some breakfast and end up stealing so like a truck. a Wendy's. Yeah. Or, or an applesauce or whatever they're called. Applebee's. Yeah. So, Applebee's sound like really angry little green and red bees. <laughs> Very tasty though. Very good with a bit of cinnamon. They'd make their own honey, wouldn't they, Applebee's? Apple and honey is a good well, mix. Well, so do, so, so, so do bees, Simon. Yeah, but you don't eat bees, do you? No, but you eat their honey. Yes. But I say Applebee's... You literally just say Applebee's Bees make their own honey. Bees, bees make their yeah, own honey. But, but what I'm saying is, honey apple bees, bees make their own honey. Yeah, yeah. And you don't <laughs> eat those bees either. No, no. But if a bee was an apple bee, like a nice tasty apple bee, it would make its own dipping sauce. It would be like if burgers made their own ketchup. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that that kind of happens with like if you like grill liver and stuff, it sort of oozes a bit. Or like most meats, you need to rest them because they bleed. Well, they make their own gravy, I suppose. Yeah. That's not the same as ketchup though. So, a motorway service is the very first one. They're, they're technically, only in the UK are they called motorway services. So they're a UK thing. This is what I was trying to establish. You're like, no, America has them. America does. 
King Shugley of Ur was not from the UK. No. You could have solved this by just going, just UK. I didn't know we were having an argument, to be honest. I thought we were trying to... I dis- was... To de- I'm angry now. What? You made me angry about your definitions of motorway services. You just had some very heavy post. No, that was a cat. Oh, okay. Um, So, the very first one opened in Watford Gap. Have you been to Watford Gap services? Yes. I think they're horrible, if I remember rightly. Well, they're like every other services. So yeah, there are no nice services. There's like one just outside Cardiff, which is all right, and there's nope, that's it. There are no nice services. Okay. There's no service. You just go, ooh, this would be good. There's one near Trowel. That's that's awful. Trowel. It's called Trowel Services. That's on the M1. Shovel to But there is no services where you just go, ooh. I mean, there are ones where you go, oh, this is good because they've got an M and S. Yeah. Or a Waitrose. Mm-hmm. Or a coffee shop. They've all got the same bloody things. They're all the same and, now. Uh, yeah. They're homogenous blocks evil. of evil. Yeah, yeah. Of, let's just charge 20p more for everything for no reason. 20p? You'd be lucky if it was only 20p. Yeah, but on things like chocolate bars, it's annoying. Oh, yeah, I know. It's so overpriced. Gosh, gosh dang it. And the petrol. Gosh. So we need a place that's cheap, mm. that is everywhere and not needed. Aldi. Lidl. Or Lidl, yeah. I know it's not. It's Londis, isn't it? Londis. Oh, God, they're awful. I hate those shops. Yes, yes. The opposite of a motorway services is the Londis. Therefore, this week we have worked out that the opposite of Postman Pat is He-Man, that the opposite of television is a fireplace, and that the opposite of a motorway services is a Londis. You may plug your other podcasts. This week on the British Museum Membercast, we have an episode with Ian Hislop. That's right, that Ian Hislop, the one that looks a bit like a sort of naked mole rat with its head <laughs> slightly blown up. He is doing, um, talking about his exhibition, I Object which is on the British Museum, which is really good and there's lots of asses in it. Also, you can listen to the Zedless Deadless podcast. Um, I hope to be releasing one once I get the audio. And also, you can go to izzy.com, that is I-S-Z-I.com, to find out all about me. You have been on the late night radios. Mm, I have been. It was weird. I was driving back from a gig on Friday night and I was listening to a lovely documentary about Douglas Adams and it was good and I was enjoying it. And then they came on the radio and says, and now, making history here's Izzy Lawrence and I was like no and I had to sort of like eat my own face and die in a puddle buy my books for they are books what need buying we will be back next week with our 101st episode where can they buy your books from Simon Londis bye bye hello (laughs) 